I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's hard to come by when you're talking about 17 now games in a position like offensive line where there's friction almost every play, right? So very fortunate this year that we've had that continuity. They've done a really nice job. And obviously there was two new pieces in that offensive line five, that starting five there. So that took some getting used to and to build that chemistry through the continuity that we've had. I think you're seeing the results of it. No kidding. The offensive line has, I mean, nobody's missed a start. Injuries, so much the story around the Bills for a good part of the season, but here, as it gets late, focusing on the offensive line and how they have totally held up physically. You look at the Dolphins, right? I mean, the Bills are vying for that AFC East title with Miami, and they've had numerous injuries, like kind of all season up front. Good for them winning as many games as they have despite that. Now they've lost, back in that loss to Tennessee, their starting center for the year, they have really had to uh, patch it together there up front, Miami. Um, playoff stuff, I, just, I love that. If you've got any questions or comments about scenarios here this weekend, you're going out to the stadium on Sunday, you want to make sure you know you can be the guy that can answer the questions. You know, Of course, nowadays you don't need to know anything because you can just sort of check right there. You've got your phone, you've got the world at your fingertips there. You can just sort of check. Um I mentioned earlier how I have a friend who I was talking to today about this and how he thinks like the crowd on Sunday will just be glued to the Miami game. You know, yeah, you can handle it. We've got we've got people with basement set setups with five or eight games going at the same time. Um I don't have that, but I love it. I I sometimes will end up in that setting and I, I can handle it. I love to try to Watch them all. I'll have my phone. I will use like I think it's. I'll use ESPN mostly on like a, say a Sunday if the Bills aren't playing and I'm not here uh, or at the stadium or something. I'll have e- the ESPN fantasy app with each game and the play by play. One thing that's annoying. Those of you who can like sort of relate to this. Um, this is for you. You want to be checking on everything and fantasy wise you want to know who made every play you know you see the the line move 25 yards for Tennessee was that Derrick Henry or somebody else but you click on it and if there's a timeout either for a change of possession or a team calls timeout an injury what you'll get right after the play is over on the ESPN fantasy app there under matchup it just says like timeout number two or something like that and you know what would be cool? If they could just leave the play there 
and then put the timeout thing like after it so you can see what the last play was. There might be 10 of you that have had this thought that, you know, consume football on Sundays the way I do and sort of get annoyed by that. So that was for you. But all the games on the screens, everything like that, sure. And without that, if I'm in my living room, one TV, my phone, computer for like probably usually my lineups. And then um, if it's Sunday Sunday ticket back in those days, I've had Sunday ticket for many years until this year. This year I could have really used it because there are fewer Sunday afternoon Bills games like to browse around. Red Zone, of course, famously does that, but I, um, well, I'll just say it. I'm, I'm better at Red Zone than they are at, at getting to the game I want to watch. Of course, it's you know, like what I want, so I'm, but I'm, you know, the dexterity when it comes to the remote and making sure I don't miss anything important, uh, I take pride in that. But with, without uh, Sunday ticket, it's just kind of a talent that's, that's going to waste. No Juju Smith-Schuster for the Patriots, whatever. He has 29 catches this year in 11 games. Man, I mean, it's it's been said by so many, by everybody, when it comes to New England, they really just do need new eyes on their roster, their, their team, their draft picks, their signings. I'll just make this point quickly because I don't want to sit here the day before a game against New England and talk about how bereft of talent they are. Maybe, maybe that's a, a bad omen. But, you know, like the Juju signing... A lot of these moves were are not through the benefit of hindsight. Draft picks, too. Drafting Nikhil Harry, like our guest on Wednesday, Mike Giardi pointed out, or like I pointed out in that conversation, Tyquan Thornton. Or, you know, signing Smith-Schuster, who, even at 27, looks kind of shot physically. And so just, and they that's big money they, they put into him. And draft capital with these other guys, Nikhil Harry, a first-round pick, just uh, they've made many mistakes, so of course we're we're all uh, wondering what will happen next year. Is Belichick out? And if he is, where would the New England Patriots turn? You know, maybe it's just the moment where you get super young. Who would want to follow him? You know, like who would want to be? Well, like they, you already know what I'm going to say. You don't want to be the guy that replaces the legend. You want to be the guy that replaces the guy that replaces the legend. I wonder just how different the Patriots would be in uh, in a coaching search. But you know, I would want usually teams usually teams when they make a coaching change go for the opposite. So in New England's case, it would be young and offense. And, you know, there are a lot of, always, a lot of good candidates for that. Ben Johnson in Detroit, Bobby Slowick in Houston, the Patriots and Texans have had a lot of uh, back and forth with people in, in the front office. Bill O'Brien is there, of course, speaking of Houston. Anyway, for another day. 803-0550 for your calls. Time here for that. Sal's going to join me at 5, and we'll have the roundtable then. The Football Friday Smoking Hot Story of the Week, brought to you by Monroe Extinguisher, your trusted name in fire protection for more than 50 years. I'll nominate that Monday night game, the last game of Week 16, Baltimore over San Francisco, and what that win has meant to the, uh, not so much the playoff picture, but kind of the narrative about the AFC. Like I asked Mike Tanier a short bit ago, are the Ravens in their own tier? And he's like, yes, to that question. I just, 
it's so not random only, but they're definitely not unbeatable. I mean, each one of these teams, including the Niners, have losses that are suspect. Of course, the Bills have a few of them. And it's just how it goes in the NFL. I just think the more experience, this is what worries me for the Bills a little bit next week, or if they get Miami in the playoffs. I think the more experience you have against Josh Allen, the better off you are. And that might just be obvious, but what, like what I said about uh, the Dallas game, when Dallas came here two games ago, I did not like their chances at all. And, and part of that is they just haven't – they have one game's worth of experience four years ago. Dan Quinn had hardly any experience against Allen. Just, and the Bills – it wasn't a game, as it turned out, that Allen just crushed them. It was more just Cook that did that. But players – I'm thinking about players and how they can overread him when he gets out, uh, fall for the fakes, roughing the passer type stuff, not to mention just the, the – the passing itself. Miami has not beaten the Bills many times. And even in that playoff game that was close when they started Skylar Thompson, they gave up 35 points, I think it was. But I thought I thought that game was hard for Allen. And the the game in the snow a few weeks before that, a couple of weeks before that, the night game. Just like they, they got their points, the Bills, but Miami gets pressure on the Bills. And Jalen Ramsey, I just, I, I'm not as comfortable with that matchup as I've been at other times for the Bills. Baltimore, though, let's just see when you when you haven't experienced him, so to speak, on the other side of the ball. I just think it's that much tougher to to trust your instincts because he's just so different than any other player to play against. So I might might be different from you on both of these where. I think the Bills going to Miami, oof, just turnovers have happened and it'll be up to the Bills' defense, I think, which is definitely in play at keeping Miami in check so that the Bills can win sort of a modest scoring game. I would not expect like we had in what we had in week four uh, next week. Baltimore, though, I think, again, it's that prob- probably that kind of game. I guess you could say the same thing about Lamar Jackson, and people have, just how you you think of the Steelers or even the Browns. Uh, this year, more used to what they're expecting from him, from experience, you know. Um, Pittsburgh has done a great job against Jackson. And while we're talking about the Bills and the Dolphins here and what happens Sunday, what happens between Miami and Baltimore, it's such an opportunity for Baltimore if they win. And they are favored to win. No Jalen Waddle for Miami, but it's like three or three and a half, which I think is interesting how the line isn't isn't bigger. The Dolphins not having much of a history against uh, you know th- a good history anyway this year against good teams, and still only Baltimore a small favorite there. But um, they, if they win, the Ravens have clinched the one. So next week against the Steelers, they can do whatever they want. They can sit Lamar Jackson. They can sit veteran guys. You have like Ronnie Stanley, guys who've been. Hurt in and out this year. Kyle Hamilton is hurt now. Uh, Great opportunity for Baltimore if they get this game to take it easy in Week 18. Then they would have the bye after that, and that would make for, uh, you know, we could talk about rest versus rust going into that game, but teams want the bye, and the Ravens would 
I'm sure, love to be able to pin that down this week. If Miami beats them, that's the division for Miami, but that's not the one seed necessarily. The Ravens would have to play next week, and Miami against Buffalo, you'd certainly consider it possible that the Dolphins would lose that game. The Ravens could still end up at the one, but they're gonna have to they'd have to earn it next week if they lose this one. So much riding on that. No Bulldog today, but he sent in his picks, and uh, we'll give you that here next so that then Sal and I can settle into the roundtable starting at 5. It is Football Friday on WGR, presented by Tops Markets. Score big savings and elevate your food game. This is Mike Shope. Stay tuned. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.